Hello, strangers, and welcome to the April 18th edition of the Strange Horizons Poetry Podcast. I'm your host, Chiro Fayenza, and this week we have two poems for you, the second of which is Responding to Poetry and Prose Poems, page 36 of Practice of Creative Writing, by Ken Hapanek, with a reading by the poet. First up is The West is Dead, by Blaise Kelly Struthers, also with a reading by the poet. Blaze Kelly Struthers is a writer, artist, and science fiction enthusiast from Inwood, Manhattan. Her poetry and artwork have appeared or are forthcoming in Apparition Literary Magazine, Sci-Fi Quest, and Starline, and can be found at blazestruthers.com. Content advisories for this poem include Death and Dying. And now, the poems. The West is Dead by Blaze Kelly Struthers They said the West was not for us. They said, go back to your damp and your fog and your cold, gray despair. The West is for desperados and bleached bones, for hawk-eyed hunters of solace, for cattle, staid peacekeeping gods of the decades of dry winds that whisper once into the heart of the agave, bloom, bloom. For the sun that still rises and the dead that stay dead, But, we asked, do we not rise also? Do we not bloom after lying in wait, forgotten for so many years? Are we not the pioneer seeking, and the cowboy outlasting, and the herd stampeding, and the old bones wasting? If the West is for life and death, and the brave who walk between, then the West is for us, we who shake off our fates. To grasp again at life. And once again, that was The West is Dead by Blaze Kelly Struthers. Next up is Responding to Poetry and Prose Poems, page 36 of Practice of Creative Writing by Ken Hapanek. Ken Hapanek calls Dayton, Ohio, USA home. He would like to thank Heather Sellers for inspiring this one and hopes they are both enjoying a mug of tea in their respective cities. Content advisories for this poem include drug use and sex. Responding to Poetry and Prose Poems, page 36 of Practice of Creative Writing, by Ken Haponik. Who is speaking? It could be me. I could be me. I could be old man Adams who sits outside convenient every Saturday for one hour after church before walking home. I could be the cashier who does not like the way old man Adam smells when he buys his scratch-offs and then trades his winnings in for more scratch-offs and then has no more scratch-offs and then says hello to people entering and people exiting and then the bench is empty. I could be the cashier's son wondering why mom looks so sad. I could be you. 2. Where is the poem taking place? The obvious answer is a convenience store. But is it convenient? or a convenience store. If you are from here, you know the answer. If you are from there, you think about a hand at the bottom of a black ocean. The poem could take place there, but it does not. 3. What are the images? I consider the images left out of a poem written earlier today. Cataloged words from an anonymous writer. Glowing screen. Growing cock. Words like a squeeze trigger. Thin semen on a cold stomach. There is more, but a bell is about to ring. 4. 
What is the structure of this poem? A house destroyed by children, whale ribs on an empty beach, a form subverted. Why is chess a metaphor? Sometimes a game is only a game. 5. What happens in the poem? What's the story? Old Man Adams could be the story. Or the story is the prophet who rises at dawn, ignores the voice whispering in their right ear, eats a meal they do not want to eat, and when they cannot sleep, go to the beach and crawl into the whale ribs. They listen to waves and think of lips. The story needs an ending. 6. What do you see in your mind's eye? A child is told to read, to read in there, not there, in their mind. The child is too wrong, not too wrong. The child is too young. They need to read in their mouths, lips opening, fricatives, diphthongs, a glottal stop, eyes to brain to lips. The child will grow. They will be able to read inside their mind, but not yet. I try to remember when I stopped reading out loud, when I looked at a picture and looked at words and said them so only I could hear. Soon others stopped listening for my voice. Am I reading the words on the page? Am I changing words to what I want to read? In my mind's eye, I see you reading this. In my mind's eye, I cannot see if you read this in your mouth or in your mind. 7. What feelings are evoked? Oh, oh, you think. This is flow. You read about writing flow yesterday or two days ago. It is still a pandemic and you are still a teacher and time is still something other than a grandfather clock chiming every 15 minutes and bonging every hour. What did your grandmothers think of time? Both at home, both raising sons and daughters from their womb and from grandfather, both making sure dinner was ready for grandfathers who kept time by factory whistles, by sweat, by eaten grandmother-made lunches, by swallowed beer. Ah, the mythical flow, you would say to former creative writing students, like you were a monk or a teacher in a movie. You often think how incredible it must feel to enter a state where the hoop swallows every ball that leaves your hand. You think this while clanking driveway jumpers. The lawn needs to be mowed. 8. What sounds in the poem emphasize the visuals, the feelings? I cannot remember the term for when a name is used as an adjective. Luciferian makes me think of this term I cannot remember. What is the fancy term for when you know something? but cannot remember it. I cannot remember. I take a swallow of ginger ale. It fizzes in the bottle. There is more than dregs and lees remaining. I would trade my knowledge of the word lees for the term of which Luciferian is an example, but dregs I will keep. 9. What gives the poem its energy? The writer wants to expound their own virtues. They consider rambling on about the various hours of today in their complimentary section. For example, sections one through three, second half of study hall, section six, after dinner, seafood Alfredo, Friday takeout, etc. The writer thinks about going back to their roots, sophomore year, high school, intro to creative writing, senior Tim who played the drums, Christine who they had a huge crush on and who was ridiculously out of their skinny white boy league, their first creative writing teacher who opened their mind's eye to poems, writing on the stone steps of their school's outdoor classroom, listening to the violent femmes for the first time, tape borrowed from Christine. Decades later, the writer learns the phrase, shooting your shot, and thinks of her. 
but the writer accepts that the poem's energy comes from Heather Sellers, and however they obtained Heather Sellers' book. Requested instructor copy? Obtained at a workshop? Bequeathed by a colleague? The writer does not know. The poem is a chalice raised to lips. 10. What makes you, the reader, interested in this poem? Well, this reader is not interested in the length of this poem, or the shifting point of view, or the necessity of an internet search to discover more about Heather Sellers, or Old Man Adams, or Aiden, or Aaron, or whatever it was. This reader would like to read less of Section 3. Perhaps none of Section 3? Are they sections? Is that the term? The reader wonders what to call the ten sections, or sub-poems, or stanzas, or what have you. The reader is not saying they are John Greenleaf Whittier, and this poem is an 1855 edition of Leaves of Grass. But, oh, writer, it is close. The reader is curious to know what the writer thought of the violent femmes. Sneering disdain, the reader hopes. The reader is interested to learn more about Senior Tim. Seems like a cool guy. And this has been the April 18th edition of the Strange Horizons Poetry Podcast. We hope you like what you heard. You can leave us a comment on the podcast page. And while you're there, check out the rest of this week's issue. We have new fiction by May Juniper Stokes and the first of this week's reviews. And lastly, as a reminder, Strange Horizons is an all-volunteer organization. We depend on the support of our listeners. So when you have a moment, check out the donate link at the top of the page. And until next week, stay safe and stay strange. Strange.